With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Anyway, it's time to talk some athletics. The voice of athletics in this country is Hayden Shearman. He joins us on the program. Good afternoon to you, Hayden. Welcome. Good afternoon, Mark. It's uh, good to be on again. Yeah, another wonderful, exciting 24 hours of athletics for New Zealand fans. Uh, the big news, Eliza McCartney, back to her very, very best, 4 metres 84. Wow. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And, what, and what's really exciting about that is she was on the on the top of a pretty stellar uh, lineup for female pole vaulters over there in France. So, yeah, great performance from, from Eliza. Um, and it really just sets up what what looks like it should be, uh, all, fingers crossed, of course, it should be a great uh, 2024 for her. I, I watched her in December in Auckland off a very short run-up just looking really clean with her vaulting, uh, full of speed on the runway, which has been uh, literally her, her Achilles heel dealing with that uh, that approach. Uh, but it looks like at the moment she's got those things uh, ironed out and, yeah, big, big victory. So in, in terms of uh, 484, it's still 10 centimetres behind her best, uh, but it's really looking at, at who else she took down. Uh, so the bronze medalist from the World Champs last year, unfortunately we didn't have the, uh, the shared uh, world, champs, uh, world Champions from, from last year in this competition. Um, Katie Moon, the American, was a, a did not start. Um, and but but really it sets up her as as one of the the favourites for for medals when we look towards towards Paris um, the world lead so yeah really encouraging uh, and we also had Tom Walsh oh sorry you, you no I, I was just going to say she must have been training pretty well has she had much competition going into this because if this is you know if this is just the start of things and she's jumping four eighty four it's got to be pretty promising that you know potentially she you know, could find that extra 10 centimetres, who knows, could even go beyond five. Yeah, and I'd like to know, I, I haven't seen the footage of this, and I'd like to know what her her approach to the uh, the vault is. Um, so for those who don't know, often vaulters will start early season off a shorter approach, uh, just a bit more gentle on the body, and then they'll extend their run-up uh, so they hit the, the vault with more speed, uh, which should ideally translate into into more height um so yeah it'd be good to know what what approach she was using today uh but it's absolutely brilliant signs um and now you sort of start to think oh is she is she peaking too early (laughs) but no i think she's she's got this all under control and it's just um really it's it's a warm-hearted story because of the the injuries that she's had to battle since that big breakthrough in rio which is coming up nine years ago, uh, well, eight years ago now. Uh, so it's uh, just fantastic that we see the, the career rounding back to what the promise that it showed back when she won that bronze in 2016. Yeah, and no, I'm delighted for her. I'll be honest, I'm first to put my hand up and say that I got it wrong. I thought 2016 might have been it for her and 
because of um, the injuries. But boy, um, just shows just just shows that belief and you know learning how to lose to learn how to win and having to sort of deal with adversity. And I think that's always a really good sign of just how passionate you are and just how much desire you really really have. Look, you mentioned uh, Tom Walsh there picking up second place in Adelaide, twenty two meters sixteen. Certainly not anywhere near his best, but hey, he's on the board and his season starting. Yeah, so that was actually over in France as well at the at the Leven meet, so just this just this morning, um, and yeah, second place behind Fabri. So he he was the one who sort of jumped through into that silver medal position at the World Champs last year behind Ryan Krauser. A uh, bit of a surprise um, medal for him, but uh, probably a, a sign that he he's risen up to a new level. Uh, so. Yeah, Tom, not too far off the pace of Fabri, uh, took down some, some other big names, 22-16. The thing with, with Tom that I've noticed over the years is early Feb, he's sort of around that 21-metre mark, maybe 20.5, you know. And then every meet, every weekend he comes out, he'll add another half metre to that. It seems this year he's probably started a little bit earlier than that. So a few days ago he did 21.17. Now he's bumped up another another metre. Um, and so usually he rounds himself into form with, with a few competitions. So uh, if that's the trajectory that he's on, he's looking really good as he winds up with a few comps to go towards the world indoors, which is what Eliza McCartney will be targeting as well and that's another thing that listeners need to need to remember this year's a really congested year in terms of the athletics calendar we're still sort of in catch-up mode from uh from COVID, the covid era so we've got you know the world para uh, champs and the paralympics we've got world indoors we've got a world cross country to get through and then of course the olympics uh so yeah a lot on the calendar and so the likes of eliza mccartney uh, Tom Walsh and Zoe Hobbs will be really focused on on that early peak, mid uh, early March for the World Indoor Champs. Yeah, now I got myself a little bit confused. It was Connor Bell, in fact, who was performing in Adelaide in the discus, finished second, uh, 65 metres, 0.93. So another one of these emerging stars in field events, um, which seems to be very much um, our point of view these days in track and field. Yeah, yeah, it's um, and look, it's it's awesome to see the the spread of talent that we've got across all all the event groups, and the the throwers are uh, are certainly leading the way. And Connor Bell's that next generation coming through, uh, following the footsteps of of the shot putters. So yeah, Connor Bell with the discus sixty five ninety three. That was the meet record over in Adelaide, and uh, looked really good. Uh, also cool to see a couple of uh, other good standouts in, in Adelaide last night with, with the two Kiwi pole vaulters, male pole vaulters, James Stain and Nick Southgate taking out the, uh, the, all the Aussies uh, with James Stain getting within uh, just seven centimetres of the national record, posting a 5.45 to win that competition. So that's really exciting for James as well. So uh, definitely putting on notice that the New Zealand men's pole vault record could be uh, yeah in, uh, uh, yeah in, in the crosshairs of, of James and Nick this summer so watch this space You're listening to SCNZ Hayden Chairman the voice of athletics in this country is my guest on the programme Hayden I just want to go back a week or so or 10 days ago talk about the New Zealand 5000 metre record talk about Geordie Beamish fifth at the world championships in the steeplechase and just continues that wonderful progression Oh yeah, so so amazing, and it's it's just wonderful to see Geordie Beamish just 
step up and I was looking through some old results from him and you know he was back in New Zealand uh, for a summer this time two years ago and, and kind of picking up minor medals at, at national champs and um, sort of a bit going under the radar but now he's really found his sweet spot in that 3,000 steeples uh, flat 3k and the flat 5,000 meters obviously and finally taken down Adrian Blinko's national record, which is sitting at 13.10. And, and the 5K is always a good one for your everyday, uh, everyday runner. Most people will have a 5K time to reference off. Most people, will, that 5K time will start with a 20 at the start. So 13.10 was the national record. It's now uh, down to 13.04.33, thanks to Geordie. Uh, looking like he could go sub-13 um, any day soon as well. So he's uh, competing tonight over at the Milrose Games, which is another indoor meet in the States, um, and he'll be trying to take down Rod Dixon's national two-mile record. So, uh, yeah, eight laps of, of the traditional track. I assume it's been run over a shorter 200-metre um, track being indoors. Um but yeah, so the, he needs to run 8.14, so that's sort of what, 407, 406 uh, per mile um, that he needs to take down that time. So we could see another national record uh, this time tomorrow. Yeah, you mentioned Rod Dixon, well, part of that wonderful trio in the 70s and 80s, the other being Dick Quacks. His son Theo Quacks, I see, also broke 7.40 for 3K the other day. Yeah, came within a whisker of, of Geordie Beamish's national 3,000 metre um, Record so yeah only three seconds out outside of that moves to fourth all time uh, in in the three thousand and I really think this is uh, he's putting his his flag in the air saying uh, I could be a potential for potentially a five thousand meter um, birth at at Paris this year seven thirty nine it's uh, certainly within Kui so we need to keep an eye on. I I think he ran a 13.16 for the 5,000 metres the week before. So he's fit and fast and, yeah, looking looking really good from uh, Theo Quacks, the, the son of Dick. Now, we've had a lot of uh, wonderful events every week here in New Zealand, the most recent being the Porrick Classic, Danielle Aitchison running a 100-metre record. Yeah, so Danielle Aitchison, one of our, our para athletic stars in New Zealand so last year at the World Power Champs she won the gold medal in the, in the T36 uh, 200 and then took the, the silver in the 100 uh, but whatever she did last year she, she's carrying on in that same rich vein of, of form so she, she came out in, in the Pirate Classic with the 100 metres, posted a big national record, 1365 uh, and uh, in, in, in the 100 metres, and then in the 200 metres, uh, actually broke the world record for that category, uh, running 27.80. Uh, but uh, as, as happened one time already this, this summer, we had a, a malfunction with the electronic timing system, and it was only hand timed, so won't, won't be able to be ratified for that, that world record, unfortunately. So... That's sad, but I'm sure, I'm absolutely positive we'll see Danielle uh, post another speedy time in the 200. Uh, so remember the name Danielle Aitchison. She'll be one to watch as we look towards the, the para, uh, Paralympics in August, September and the Para Athletics Championships, which is in Japan in May. So a busy year for the, for the para athletes. Yeah, and also Will Stedman, a 200-metre record. 
Yeah, so Will Steadman, better known as a 400 uh, runner and a long jumper, uh, but stepped down to the 200 and, yeah, took out the T36 uh, 200 New Zealand record with a 25.15 and, and he was kind of surprised himself with that one. Um, so brand new track there in Hamilton um, and, yeah, the, the sprinters really, really loving it. And um, the, the distance runners hopped on later in the evening and, and they posted some, some big PBs. And, and I think that the really cool story with the distance races was we had Sam Tanner, our premier middle distance runner, pacing the 1500 and behind him was a whole string of, of junior athletes that just sat on his tail uh, and Sam finished. He, he won the race, uh, but managed to pull a bunch of four four under twenty athletes through to standards qualifying marks for the uh, world under twenty champs, which is later this year as well. So that was really cool to see, um, and great uh, selfless running there from from Sam. Okay, and let's talk about one of the greats of New Zealand track and field, former world discus champion Beatrice Farmawina, back in action. Yeah, how cool is this? So at the New Zealand Masters Champs, uh, Beatrice Falmina came out, and, and this one caught me surprise, by surprise. I didn't know she was uh, back doing some, some throwing. Um, but first time in 14 years, and she threw 44.86 to uh, create a new New Zealand uh 45 to 49 women's age group record. So that's, that's pretty awesome. Still 24 metres off, off her, her best way back in 97 but how cool is that to have, have one of the absolute greats still out there throwing you know 44 that's still 44 metres that's still a really uh, credible distance um, and to be throwing that into her 40s it's, it's really cool and I love to, to see it especially the field athletes that can keep their bodies going and, and come back and compete in the Masters category mm. OK Hayden before we do let you go your own form Oh, my own form. Uh, well, I just turned 43 today, so I could... Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. The body's definitely uh, definitely feeling every one of those years. Uh, we talked about Eliza and her Achilles issues. That's, that's my life story, but without the, <laughs> without the international success. Um, but, yeah, keeping fit, enjoying running, enjoying being out in the, in the surf and, and um, being active with the family, and that's the, that's the main thing. Really. You, you haven't thought about the Masters discus? Oh yeah, well, uh, I've thought about it. I, I have a discus <laughs> and a shot put at home, and I thought, well, there's some Taranaki Masters titles up for grabs. So, who knows? Watch, watch this space. It's, it's nothing, nothing fancy. Uh, my throwing abilities. So <laughs> well, well, Hayden, look, lovely to have you on the program. Enjoy the rest of your day, and again, happy birthday and thank you. Oh, thank you.